0: You are listening to the Light FM's Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. This is Alicia. I'm Tricia. And today we are going to dive deep. And this one's going to be a hard one to talk about. We'll just go ahead and tell you that up front. Uh, so if you were looking to laugh, maybe you go back and get the foodie one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard a lot of people really laughed at that one. Um, but we're going to talk about hopelessness. Um, chances are that if you've lived enough life, you felt hopeless at some point in your life. And um, what do you do in the midst of those hopeless days? How do you deal with that as a believer? Um, because I think here's one of the things I think just you know being honest, if we are in a community of believers, we kind of feel guilty for feeling hopeless sometimes. Mm. We feel like we're not allowed to feel hopeless because um, we've been given hope, we've been given a new life and sometimes there's not that permission, Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? I think so. To feel to mm-hmm. feel hopeless, but it's real, and it's um, it doesn't go away. So what do you do on those days? You've you've been talking to a friend of yours lately who's felt some of those same feelings. I
1: have, yeah, and so it's very um, near to my heart because my friend has been in a very. Um, what she considers, and I think a lot of us would consider a hopeless situation, kind yeah. of a dead-end situation. She cannot see her way out of mm-hmm. a situation that she is in right now. And the, the more solutions she tries to find, the more things seem to try to stack up to make it not possible. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into the situation, but mm-hmm. you can just imagine a situation in your life where, you you know, you, you can't find the solution out. You don't know what to do. There seems to be no way out and that feeling of hopelessness is so crushing mm. because you, you can't take action because you don't know what what to do. Mm-hmm. What I really appreciated about the way she approached this situation is she took the step of telling someone. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the first person she told, but she, she started telling a few people. And the more you tell someone how you're feeling, the more you tell someone what's going on, I think it can lessen the power the situation has over you Mm, that's that's so true right when you're battling it on your own it just feels so overwhelming but the more people that you that you trust and that you can share the situation with the less overwhelming it feels Mm, that's good
2: I think you can feel supported Mm -hmm. even though you may like I can envision someone in that situation not not ending the hopelessness but if you talk about it right and you have support from your your tribe if you will then you know one you'll know you're not alone you're not right. you're you're kind of right in how you're feeling that yes that sounds like a hopeless situation and let's pray about it and mm-hmm. try to help what can we do to help get you to where you need to be and even though it may not end there may be a waiting period that at least you're not alone in that situation anymore.
0: Yeah. And I yes. think we need a, a a community a tribe to come alongside us because I I went through some a season of hopelessness in my life and and I didn't tell anybody for the longest time because I thought I wasn't allowed to feel hopeless, mm-hmm. you know. So I had to give myself permission but when I finally did, it finally came out because I couldn't hide it anymore but when I finally did I had someone in my life who who was very like an organized person y'all know we laugh about this all the time in the (laughs) office I'm not organized I'm kind of the creative and um I'll just fly by the seat of my pants but this person came alongside me and said all right here are the three things we need to do this week Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes you are so focused on the emotional toll that it's taking on you you don't you don't even have the wherewithal to think about you know, paying the power bill and, you know, yeah. um, making sure somebody's picking up your kid from school. I mean, you, exactly. don't, you don't even have right. the emotional wherewithal right. to, to deal with that stuff. So you need somebody to come alongside you to say, OK, here are the three things that we can do this week. Um, you need to, you know, make a doctor's appointment or you need to, you know, go talk to a counselor. Even those little things. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so powerful that you say Um, tell somebody because I do believe that God brings along those people at certain times in your life to kind of help you take the next step and do the next thing. Um, And they, and it may not be, the you know, for me it was this person wasn't a touchy feely, I'm gonna sit down and cry with you kind of mm-hmm. person, but they were like, All right, here's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I needed at that time is to somebody say, Okay, here's one, two, three, the steps that we need to do to move you forward. Mm-hmm. And you can't see that when you're and in the emotional. Maybe somebody empire. else has
2: sure. a different perspective well, sure. or they may know someone or have a connection right. that can help you that you wouldn't have even thought of. But because you shared. Right. I, I've always found that in these types of situations that you have to tell somebody. Start by telling one person mm-hmm. and then you've you've given it a voice. Mm-hmm. You've you've gotten it out of yourself, out of your head, and then it makes it easier to tell someone else. Yeah. Like, you know, and then Not and scary. then yeah. And then before you know it, you've got a support system that right. can help you.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I find, too, I don't know if you 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 all are this way, too. But if I say it, if I get it out of my head, if I let it roll around in my head, it's always bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets bigger right. and bigger and bigger, bigger, bigger. And I can't deal with it. But if I say it out loud, there's there's two things that happen. There's accountability mm-hmm. for me to do something about it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I know Trisha's excellent at this. I love this <laughs> about her. Like if I say something, Ooh. she'll be like, that's not true. <laughs> oh, right. like if oh, i yeah. say something that i'm feeling oh, yeah. she's very you're you're such a great person to come alongside and to say that that's not true yeah. why, why would you even entertain that that's not true yeah. you know and I sometimes myself, those things. well and sometimes <laughs> yeah. it takes somebody seeing something else in you yeah. that that you can't see mm-hmm. um i <laughs> there was a song a long time ago that um and I don't even remember who recorded it now. Sorry about that recording artist. But um, <laughs> there was a song a long time ago that said, you know, basically the the gist of the song was that if you if you've run out of faith, you can borrow mine. Oh, you I know, love it. and it, and it's that the whole visual. yeah, it's that mm-hmm. whole it's that whole visual of coming up beside somebody and mm-hmm. saying I'm going to believe for you when you can't believe. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to hope for you when you can't hope. I'm going to I'm going to walk with you when you can't take another step. And I think that's crucial. And that's there again. We've said this before on the podcast. That's why we are the body of Christ. Nobody's meant to do this on their own. right? And I think that's part of it because we're all going to have those times.
2: I think the other thing about sharing with others is maybe, maybe, we, you know, we've all had different seasons and, and gone through things. And maybe you're going to share your hopelessness with somebody and Maybe they've never shared that they've gone through a similar thing mm. or the same thing, mm. but they've just never spoken about it because mm-hmm. they've gone through it and it's kind of in their past. And yeah. so you there's a connection that you're not alone and, you, and that you're not this isn't the, you're not the only person that this has happened to. I think a lot of times we forget that we're all humans. And even though my life looks together right now. I had something that happened to me in my past that mm-hmm. can help you right now in your season of hopelessness. It's a
1: gift when you share it, with it someone really else. Is. It's yeah. a gift to you, but it is a gift to that person yeah. for that very reason. And it's a reminder of how you've walked through and then you can then help them. So yes. it it's not like you're burdening someone. Absolutely. You're giving them a yeah. gift of being able to come alongside. And I love the image of that you were talking about and I have this image also of like a heavy weight mm. that you can't yeah. carry on your own. But when someone comes alongside and they just lift some of that weight off of you You can travel together Yeah And it's just so
0: hard I, I don't think And maybe it's just I I, I grew up, you know I, I I became a Christian when I was 10 years old and I grew up in, in a church, a lovely church, but I don't think I felt like I had permission to be honest about some of those feelings I was yeah. having coming up and doubts and other other things. And I think that's one of the things mm-hmm. that we can extend to each other is mm-hmm. to say. And, and that's what I think is so powerful about this platform that we have with Girl Talk is that <laughs> we don't mind telling you. Hey, we ain't got it all together and you don't have to either to come to the table and have a conversation. That's that's one of the things that breaks my heart about our culture like Mm -hmm. it is right now is like you can't even have a conversation about things with people. You're either on this side or that side, this side or that side, and and you can't you can't talk about it and work it through. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the most powerful things about faith is that nobody says, "Okay, I want to be a believer and they just know it all like they, they right. that's not how it happens right you no. know we all get understanding and we you know god god reveals things to us as we walk with him and and as we grow in our relationship with him and then we share it with other people and that that's part of stewarding your mm-hmm. your life and your story and your mm-hmm. struggle and um i just think we need to maybe
1: loosen up and give permission for that give to happen mm-hmm. yeah. and i also think we have to give permission to have honesty with god I think so much yeah. of the time we're hurting and we're afraid to be honest with God about what we've got going on, but you can call out to God. There was a time, it was a very powerful time. I was so upset about something. I was so upset, I was screaming. And I was walking around my bedroom screaming. And so then I just started to turn it into like this primal prayer. (laughs) It sounds crazy. But I was really like, well, God, what am I supposed to do about this? Literally, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I was at my wit's end. I was feeling so helpless. And hopeless. And I was calling out to God and do you know the peace that came Mm -hmm, after that? mm -hmm. I'm not saying it was immediate, like taking a shower, but it was (laughs) it it started to come and it started to go in and I felt like, wow, I can talk honestly to God. I can pour out my feelings to him and and I'm not gonna like get, you know Squashed
0: like a bug. Squashed like a bug. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) I I mean that's all the ways what I thought. Like if you told God really how you felt, like that was it. You're done. You know, yeah, and he's not that kind of God No, nowhere in the <laughs> Bible wonderful. does it say that. I don't know where I got that idea. Yeah, um, and and he's more concerned with your heart. You know, um, I, I think we tend to think of our behavior. <laughs> I, I grew up right. thinking that faith was just behavior, uh-huh. like good behavior was uh-huh. faith. Uh uh-huh. And I it's so much more than that. It's mm. so much deeper than relationship because I can behave and my heart can be filthy. In fact, a lot of times it is. Yeah, It's when God does the hard work of heart work when he starts to change me from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And that's when the behavior really lines up with what my heart is, is feeling and what my heart surrendered to him is mm-hmm. doing. And that's where the hope comes from, you know, because I, I got nothing. I'm I'm as rotten as the next person. I need Jesus more than all y'all. Trust me. <laughs> oh no, I'm and right up there. And and I think that's one of the things that we, we we, a lot of times in Christian circles we feel like we just have to behave in front of everybody, and nobody needs to see our. I, we used to call it our family business. There was this joke in my family when, we, when I first started in radio, and they were like, don't tell all the family secrets. <laughs> Do not. And I was like, we have family secrets? Because I don't know any But, you know, as the years have gone by, and I've developed my own family secrets, permission to, to speak freely and to tell those things and to allow God to be honored in them is different than telling them just to tell them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, uh, I think you have to be looking for the hope. When you're when you're sharing those things mm-hmm. and and here's here's another thing because I, I talk to people I'm like have you told anybody have you talked to anybody? and they're like well I got hurt and so they've just decided they're not going to share with anybody ever again
2: oh.
0: <sighs> two things that's the enemy yes. number one I mean not everybody is going to treat your story like it needs to be treated that's let's just be honest with that they're not. Um, that's unfortunate, but that is life and that is the nature of fallen people. Um, even we're going to let you down at times and we're not going to okay. mean to. But um, the the second part of that is even if you've been hurt, nothing grows in isolation. If you would like to you know, point to something that does grow in isolation and send me an email about it, <laughs> then that would be great. But I just don't find I don't grow in isolation mm-hmm. when I start to shut down and go home and pull my blinds and say this is my world and I'm going to live here and you are welcome to draw any conclusions you'd like but I'm going to do the song and dance while I'm in front of you and then I'm going to go home and be who I am at my house there is no growth there and so I think mm-hmm. that's part of where the hopelessness comes to mm-hmm. because that's the only thing that maybe hopelessness grows in isolation maybe that's the that's one thing that, the does. thing that does yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and I think when we feel hopeless those are the the places that we've you know cut ourselves off from other people mm-hmm. and other things and we're just going to do this by
1: ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm just remembering. So I've been seeing a Christian counselor mm-hmm. and um just remembering something she told me about the thought processes mm-hmm. that we have like it's hopeless, it's done, this is my world, pulling the shades, you know. That's like it's like a path in the woods that is well worn. Mm. And it's easy to find that path. And so you end up walking down that path because it's it's already marked out for you. Yeah. But we have to create new paths, new paths. Mm -hmm. Um, And those new paths can be God's truth. Mm. So if you find a verse that that speaks to your heart Mm. and gives you hope, then you start to think about that Truth instead of that well worn path in the woods, and start to create a new path for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was helping me understand. Mm-hmm. And start to go down that path more often. It takes more effort at the beginning because yeah. you're kind of marking the path, you're cutting the trees down. Mm-hmm. But you can do it and you can create that pathway to go down instead of the other one. Mm-hmm. And God's word is precious for that because it does provide us the hope that we need. It does give us a hope to cling to. It It is the truth. So when you find that verse, start to use that to march down that path. Yeah. And, and here's what
0: I would say as well. Um, there are times in my life because I'm an emotionally driven person mm-hmm. that I can't see the truth mm-hmm. and I need somebody to come alongside me and mm-hmm. show me the truth. Mm-hmm. Like when I can't see it, when I can't, you know, I I'm a big feelings person and that's not a good thing most of the time. Um, cause I let my feelings drive a lot of times, but I need somebody to come alongside me and me and say, here is the truth and, and help me find that new path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we would love to do that for you. I, I just feel like maybe this week, um, along with this podcast we'd release some verses that might help some people to to form those new paths you guys can kind of uh, pick out your favorite ones um i, I love the verse in isaiah 26 it says he will keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee and, and man you ever been into a nursery where there's all these toys and there's two kids and they want the same toy <laughs> yeah of course that is staying your mind You know, and that's the kind of image that I have in my mind and thinking about um, staying my mind, focusing my attention, keeping my thoughts in the right place, because um, otherwise you will feel hopeless. And if you're feeling hopeless today, uh, let's let's just come up with a couple of things that you can do. Mm -hmm. One, tell somebody you can tell us you can tell you can Mm -hmm. join us on the Facebook page. You can request prayer. There are all sorts of ways that you Mm -hmm. can get get in touch. But that's the first step. Mm -hmm. Tell somebody. I'm feeling hopeless. I, I, I'm in this situation. I don't know. I don't know what to do. So so get some help. Okay. The second thing I would tell you is to seek out a truth. Find a Bible verse. Find something to cling to in the middle of this hard season. Uh, because um, you can't do it by yourself. And your emotions, if you're emotionally driven like I am, your emotions are going to want to drive and you're going to have to hang on to that truth. And then, you know, find a place where people will tell you the truth. Because, Most of us get in hopeless situations because somebody's feeding our emotions and not our truth.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I always tell my teenager, she hates it and she rolls her eyes whenever I say this, but say whatever you feed grows. If you feed your hopelessness, that grows. If you feed your faith, that grows. Mm -hmm. So don't feed your hopelessness anymore. Get yourself surrounded by people who will feed Mm -hmm. that truth into you and let's let's let it grow and let's watch you walk out and see what God's going to do with this time in your life. Know that we love you so much. Uh, we want to see you with hope in your heart and uh, a smile on your face not because that's what you think you ought to do but because that's the joy that you feel in your heart. That is our prayer for you. So we want to pray for you. We want to lift you up and um, so let us know how we can serve you. You can email us girl talk at thelightfm.org get in touch with the Facebook page. However it is, call us, let us know what you think, questions that you have. Um, Share your hopeless moments, too, and how you saw God in the middle of them. We'd love to hear from you this week. And we will see you next time we gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk podcast.